0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we love to amplify the voices of those women whose stories are moving and meaningful and compelling. I'm super excited to have my buddy, Heidi Turner, on today. Heidi, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: You bet, you bet. So I know you a little bit and I like what I know. Let's, let's introduce you to the world of my listeners. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Um, so in the short version is that I'm a writer. I'm based near Vancouver uh, in beautiful British Columbia in Canada, and I've been doing um, freelance writing and content marketing now since 2006. Um, Beyond that, I'm generally involved in our local art scene. I love networking and supporting other women in business. Um, I'm also a recreational dancer, um, and I have a wide range of hobbies and interests outside of that.
0: Wow. What is a recreational dancer?
1: So I take adult dance classes, um, and I have actually done, as an adult, competitions, um, performances. I have danced in a parade in my late 30s. Um, and it's something that I started off doing as a kid and I loved it. And I managed to find my way back to it as an adult.
0: You know that you just, you're like the most fun person I've ever known. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. I was one of those little kid dancers. You know, your mom puts you in Mm -hmm. ballet when you're little, but I stuck with it for 13 years. I became an actual jazz dancer, uh, Gus Giordano. But then my grades were failing and my parents were like, nope, school more than dance. And I kind of some days regret that. Um, mm-hmm. But good for you. And I'm I just love knowing you. <laughs> it just <laughs> makes you even better, right? I liked you before. Um, so talk a little bit about the writing that you do. What kind of writing and, and what markets or what industries?
1: Sure. So most of the writing that I do is based in the legal and the healthcare um, and often in the technology industries, although also some finance writing. Basically, I help professionals tell their stories. And I think that's what's really important to differentiate is that nowadays audiences are looking for a connection. Um, They're looking for a way to engage in the people that they buy products and services from. And I think... It's really important to recognize, as you said, everyone has a story. And our stories, sometimes we ignore them or we think they're boring or we dismiss them because they're our story and we've lived them and we don't see the value in them. But there's actually a lot of engagement that comes from sharing our stories and being our authentic selves. And so what I do is I help professionals find their stories and share them with their audiences so that they can engage them.
0: That's amazing. So, you know, I love storytelling. Um, Mm -hmm. Not only do I consider myself a storyteller, I have quite the story. So someday I'll hire you and you'll tell my story. You'll write the book, right? I would
1: love that.
0: I talk about it often. Um, There've been many phases in my life. Um, I'm very open, you know, Brene Mm Brown-ish, you know, authentic about sharing. Um, but there is a lot of my story people don't know, and someday I'd like to share it. And maybe you'll be the person to help me do that.
1: I um, would love to.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we have this event coming up in April. Some of the speakers may need your help. I'm going to introduce you to the speakers for this um, Empowered Women event in April.
1: They may need your help
0: in writing their story and preparing for their stage, um, you know, telling their story on virtual stage.
1: Sure, yes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know I, uh, folks, if you don't know this already, Heidi is now a team member of ours at Freeman Means Business. And I already have relied on her uh, many times to rewrite things or to create a a compelling blurb about, uh, you know, a session or, um, you know, sometimes people can be just bones. She puts the meat on the bones. So thank you for that. Um, It's really great. Tell me what your proudest professional accomplishment has been, Heidi.
1: You know, that's really hard to pin down because there have been a few. I think, nice. just, well, I, yeah. <laughs> <Go> you. <laughs> you know, I, it was, sometimes there are things about us that we don't recognize until people point it out, but I had a friend say to me the other day, you run your own business and that's incredible. And I think because I'm a freelancer, I work from home, I don't really think of myself as much as owning a successful business, but I do. And I, when she said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Actually, I do own my own business and I am a successful business person. That's great.
0: You know what? Own your story too, because I'll tell you um, many people dream of being able to quit their nine to five that Mm -hmm. they go through just to pay the bills and have the dream of owning their own business. And I think you and I both took that leap. Mm -hmm. We probably take it for granted, but yeah. um, Owning your own business is nothing to be, you know, taken for granted. No. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're part of our team. Why don't you talk a little bit about, uh, well, first of all, say the name of your business, because we want people to know what you do outside of your work with my uh, team.
1: Sure. So my business is Corporate Writers.
0: Nice. Great, powerful names. It's punchy. The name is telling you exactly who you are, what you do. Boom. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You know how many people struggle with that? Like I've done, um, I've been hired to write mm-hmm. on behalf of the CEO, right? So, and you have to know male voice, female voice, you know, length and, you know, don't be too flowery if you're writing as a man, blah, blah, blah. I think that, People don't realize how many folks at the top struggle with putting it down on paper in a letter, in a newsletter to shareholders or to employees or to clients, et cetera. So fun, fun.
1: It's super fun. And I think it's nothing to be ashamed of. We all have our things that we're strong at. We all have our things that we are not as strong at. Um, And I think sometimes people feel a little bit of shame because, you know, many of us have come up through the school system. We took our English classes. We feel like we should know how to convey what we're thinking. And it's not actually that easy, just like in how you can know numbers and understand numbers a bit and not want to do your budgeting and not want to be an accountant. So I really- That's a want,
0: great analogy.
1: Yeah, I really I really hope that I can also help people take the shame out of not knowing how to get their thoughts down on paper in the way that resonates with their readers because it is a hard thing to do. It's very difficult. And like I said, we all have our areas of brilliance.
0: I have to say, I know, I know you work with lawyers a lot, but I, I mean, I can see why, because I know a lot of lawyers Mm -hmm. who have a tendency to go there when they need to be storytelling or writing in a Mm -hmm. voice or in a client's voice you know so that the client will understand what they're saying and they just go there they go to that legal writing place Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is not a brief um you know what the heck so yeah your your services are much needed and i'm sure um the people who've worked with you have enjoyed it have enjoyed it So why don't you do this? Tell me who was your inspiration or your mentor, or if you were fortunate enough to have a sponsor.
1: Um, So I would have to say I didn't really have a mentor. Um, Growing up, my mom was very powerful, um, feminist, very, um, you can do anything, you can be anything you want to be. And so I think she really instilled that sort of sense of wanting to go after what I wanted in my life um, and becoming what I wanted to be. And she was an amazing role model for that. Um, I love that. Yeah. And since then, I have to say that I surround myself with so many brilliant, amazing women who I am constantly learning from and growing from and, um, if I don't learn from them, I can help them to shine or show off their skills and they can help me with their skills. And in all areas of life, in business and personal life and in community involvement, I just, I think it's really important to be surrounded by people who are constantly inspiring me. And so that's what I do.
0: I um, love that. that yeah. Let, let's call it, let, let's just say it out loud. It takes secure women to lift one another right none of this mean girl stuff none of Mm. this i only feel better if i make you feel bad or worse right so exactly i too surround myself i don't have time for drama you know it's a drama free bubble don't pop (laughs) it don't try to get in um yeah i surround myself with women such as you you know like yourself um and i think that that really Makes me want to get up every day. Yes. I mean, my husband's all right. You know, people follow me people follow me on social media. They know him very well. Uh, he is not on social, but he'll come to me and say, did you post something about the trip I took to blah, blah, blah? Or, and I'm like, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's cool to have a husband who's your best friend. But sometimes you just need that posse of women, right? Mm-hmm. You need that tribe of women who can actually empathize and, you know, have been where you are or want to be where you are. Um, Really, really cool. Exactly.
1: And we, like I said before, we all have our different strengths and there's so much that I can learn from them. And hopefully in some way I'm able to help them as well as they help me.
0: Well, what do you think we can all do in, you know, big or small, anywhere in between Um, how would you advise us to support other women in business?
1: I think the first step right now at a basic level is to not get in each other's way. Um, And unfortunately, it's still something that I see happening a lot unnecessarily. And so as an example, um, years ago, I was on a board of directors for an organization and there were regional directors and then there was also a core board, which was just three or four people, president, vice president, secretary and treasurer. And I was thinking about running for a position and it was actually a woman who came up to me and said you know what all the other positions are female i really think we need a male in that role
0: what would ruth bader ginsburg say to that I, exactly <laughs> and at the time i was young and i was following directions
1: and i thought okay that makes sense it's probably not something i want to take on anyhow wow but i do think there is still a little too much of a sense of um you know what the way things have been done are the way they've been done for a reason and
0: and and look that that exists that women are like well I did it she can come up through the ranks and do the hard work yeah
1: (laughs) yeah there's definitely a sense of I struggle to get here and I need other people to struggle so that they value where they come from rather than helping each other out and so I just think at a basic level number one don't get in each other's way but number two don't just accept that because things were hard for you, they have to be hard for everybody else. If you have an opportunity to make it easier for someone else, make it easier, however exactly. that happens to look. And I think I think the sort of side issue to that is that we're all so busy, I think, still fighting over one seat at the table, that when one person gets there, they don't ever want to give it up, so they're afraid to but then we're not questioning why there aren't more seats at the table for us because we're so busy focused on that one seat. And so I think if we can create space for each other, either for a specific person who we're thinking about helping up through the ranks or just in general, creating more seats at the table for women, um, for diversity in all sorts of areas
0: yeah, that yeah. will
1: help everyone out so much.
0: Big, a big build a bigger table. Yeah. Exactly, pull up yeah. more
1: seats to that table. It doesn't just have to be 10 seats
0: exactly exactly i hear women all the time say um well you know she wants my job and i'm like Uh you should be delighted you should lift her up on your shoulders as you move up pull her up along you know don't shut the door behind you um so i love that i think we both come from that same place in 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 our thinking if you will what has been a big challenge or setback and how did you overcome it heidi
1: You know, a major setback, um, and this relates to my talk about dancing, I actually initially went to university to be a dancer. Wow. um, And I injured my back uh, in my second year, I think it was, and it wouldn't heal and it kept re-injuring and the doctors discovered an abnormality in my spine. And so they told me that I would have to, I could continue my dream of dancing, but I would likely wind up in a wheelchair if I did it. And so I had to give it up. No, thank you. Yeah, that was, I had spent, I would say a good 10 years thinking I was going to go into dance in some way, um, either as a performer or as a teacher or a choreographer or something. And um, that was a huge setback in my late teens, I think, to really have to Yeah, Yeah, it
0: was.
1: It was hard. Um, I still wound up getting a degree uh, from Simon Fraser University, but it was not in dance. And then it took me a little while to really figure out what it was that I wanted to do and where I wanted to go in life. Um, But I think that the positive from that is that I've learned how to adapt quickly and how to adjust quickly. Um, When things don't go the way you think they're going to go, you have to be able to react to it. And that was a lesson I learned pretty early on.
0: And that's the key to survival and, and it's adaptation. Um, yes. let, me, let me just say, you have such a great way about you. You're, you're very much you're like a teacher. You know, what is your, what is your Myers-Briggs personality? Because I mean, I could listen to you and learn from you all day.
1: Oh, you're very sweet. Um, mine is, I'm trying to remember, I know it's introverted and feeling, and I don't remember what the other two are.
0: I'll bet you you're an INFJ.
1: You know what? That sounds very familiar.
0: Yeah, I, I can pretty much peg it. I'm an ENFJ. So that's why we. I'm, I'm a little more extroverted, right? So everybody knows that. Um, however, I do recharge writing in a journal, spending time alone, listening mm-hmm. to classical music. Um, but yeah, that's why we connect so well. Let me ask you to tell us a surprising fact about you, and then I'm going to ask if you're courageous enough to let me pull a wild card question
1: okay well I mean I think I kind of opened with the surprising fact which is that I also dance as an adult that's Um, true and um, the parade I mentioned that I danced in was a parade um, it was a gray cup parade which won't mean anything to a lot of Americans but the gray cup is like our super bowl
0: (laughs) okay okay that's pretty cool actually that's pretty cool it was pretty exciting
1: (laughs) i grew up watching the i grew up watching canadian football and watching the gray cup every year so getting to dance in that parade was pretty exciting for me um (laughs) i don't know that that is
0: funny do you remember who played
1: oh Wow. That's an excellent question. I know it wasn't my team. (laughs) I don't think it it was
0: BC. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've never been to where you live, but my um, my husband and son and I have a trip planned. We had to cancel it because of, um, at the time, I think it was COVID. I can't remember what, but something made us have to postpone, not cancel, postpone. But we do plan to go uh, up your way and i have a friend um who lives up there as well mm-hmm. so i might i might make it a road trip and, and plot out all my friends along the way oh my okay. goodness
1: we would love to see you up here
0: you bet you betcha i would love to be up there that that's such a beautiful part of the, uh, the world uh, all right so are you ready for this wild card question oh,
1: I, I guess i am
0: all right so <laughs> i am just going to pull from a box Okay. Of 144 questions.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Oh, this is a very good question. Oh my gosh. Who has it easier, men or women and why?
1: Oh, that's an outstanding question.
0: I think And it, it depends, I'm sure, on what we're talking about, right?
1: I, exactly. I would say it depends on what we're talking about specifically. I think Hmm. I definitely think there is more of a struggle career-wise for women still, um, generally speaking. Ding, 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 winner, <laughs> winner, chicken dinner. I agree. <laughs> um, I do think that there are societal expectations put on both groups that aren't yeah. easy for both. Um and I think I, I do think that definitely both sides, both. Um, sexes have their struggles, but I think if we're talking about careers, if we're talking about managing family life and personal life and um, professional life, I still think that there's a bit more pressure put on women. And I was just reading a headline the other day that um, COVID has disproportionately affected women in terms of careers, which I think is further proof that we still have a long way to go in reaching that equity.
0: Yeah, Joan Williams does that work. She's out of the San Francisco Bay Area and she's been publishing a lot about how COVID has impacted women. Uh, All the work we did to finally get into the workforce at the Mm -hmm. same rate as men is now destroyed. Um, And it was only for one year that we enjoyed that stat. If you were to ask me that question, and I know you didn't, and you're so politically correct and you're much nicer, kinder, sweeter, (laughs) gentler than I, I would have said, well, let me see. Are you talking professionally? Because, you know, men clearly have it easier than women. But wait, you might be talking personally. And bing, 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 guess what? Again, men clearly have it easier than women. That's kind of, you know, I thought, here's a great question. But then I'm like, you know, this is too easy. This is a really easy
1: question. You know, I, I think it's also important, like, that i I recognize and when we talk a lot of what i've been learning about in the last year is privilege and yes. recognizing that i even as a woman i have a lot of privilege um as yes. a white woman as a straight woman there is still a lot of privilege that i have it's not as much as some groups but right. it is more than others
0: yes i agree go read about muted group theory it's something oh. i teach okay and it'll make sense of where we are, but it is not an excuse to stay where we are. Basically, yes. in a nutshell, it talks about how operating systems were created by white males. And those of us who are women or other minorities struggle to navigate within those operating systems because we don't speak white male. And when I say speak, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, written body language oral, you know, words, mm-hmm. et cetera. So um, study it. You'll love it. I teach it. It's fun. We'll talk about it if you're interested, but you are delightful. And I'm sure people who listen are going to want to know more about your writing, your legal tech and uh, healthcare experience, and maybe hire you to write for them. So how can they reach you if they want to do so?
1: I would say the best way is to check out my website, which I actually just launched the other day. Nice. Um, and it's CA. It's important to remember the .ca because I'm up in Canada. Um, but I work with a lot of American clients. So that's not a problem at all.
0: Wonderful. And your English is better than most Americans. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's not very nice. But I know quite a number of people who could use a little Heidi in their life. <laughs> um, All right, so we will put the link to your website in the blog that we write we will include a bunch of pictures that tell the story of Heidi we will include your headshot your bio and how to reach you so and i'm sure folks are going to want to connect with you on linkedin as well, so we'll include that as well. Heidi you're awesome but you already know I think that so thank you for sharing you you with my audience.
1: Thank you for having me on Susan this has been so much fun.
0: Oh it's always fun when we chat. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Thank you.